City Councilor Joe Cressy, who is uh, standing by on the line to kick things off for us on this uh, Monday afternoon. The city, of course, uh, passing their budget uh, earlier this month, but there are some concerns that uh, maybe we're not doing enough or we've got enough to meet the demands of the city. And Councilor Cressy joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Councilor, good afternoon and uh, thanks for the time. You bet, Jeff. Good to be here. All right. Uh, what is your, your big concern uh, moving forward with this uh, budget? Well, I think it, the concern is broadly for our city, which is increasingly I'm hearing from residents, and I see it myself, that there are cracks emerging, that it seems that snow is snow clearing is taking longer to do. We certainly know that this winter, that it's taking longer to fill potholes, that our parks seem less clean than they used to be. And all of these anecdotes I'm hearing from people are borne out by numbers, which is the city is spending less today on a per capita basis than it was 10 years ago. And so, in other words, we keep being told by political leaders here in the city that we're going to do more with less. Well, the fact is, we're doing less with less, and the city feels less livable because of it. Yeah, is there one area that is a really a big concern? I mean, I've noticed uh, just being in the downtown core the last week or so with some thawing and uh, some additional rain. Uh, I don't know if we're getting the storm uh, drains cleared in time or not. There seems to be a lot of flooding, a lot of backup. You know, unfortunately, it's across the board. It seems what what we've had in the city of Toronto is nine straight years where taxes have been either at or below the rate of inflation. And so what does that mean in practical terms? Well, it means that, for example, our winter operations budget. Uh, In 2016, the city of Toronto spent $116 million on our winter operations, snow clearing and the like. Well, this year we're spending less than that, $112 million. And so when people say, you know, how come it feels like it's taking longer to clean up our streets this winter. It's because we're spending less on it. It's the same road maintenance. You know, they, I keep hearing from people saying, is it just me or are the potholes worse? Well, the fact is they are worse. And it's because we're spending less money with more people in, in 2019 on road maintenance than we did a couple years ago. And so the consequences, you know, we talk a lot about taxes and, you know, nobody likes paying a lot of money. But at the end of the day, the consequences of nine straight years of low taxes is a city that has literal cracks emerging in our roads. But more than that, you, you know, you, you have people increasingly struggling to find an affordable place to stay. And it's because we're not investing anymore. Mentioned nine straight years. The timing, I don't know if it's coincidental or not, but I'm thinking back to 2010 and, of course, the uh, Rob Ford era here in Toronto and Stop the Gravy Train. Is what we're seeing, uh, do you feel a bit of a hangover that, uh, you know, that uh, the feeling is there's, there's just a lot of waste, government waste that goes on and there's no appetite for increased taxes? Well, listen, I, you know, the old gravy train language uh, was a good slogan, but it wasn't borne out in fact. Uh, you know, I think when you look at our budget, we are spending less today than we were 10 years ago. And so we have, we might be paying less taxes, but we're now waiting longer for the services that make this city more livable. And so, you know, people often say, well, you know, can Torontonians really afford to pay more in taxes? Well, Torontonians certainly can't afford growing waiting lists for 
affordable housing. We now have 181,000 people on the waiting list. Uh, Torontonians can't afford growing waiting lists for recreation programs. And we, we have 196,000 waitlisted spaces for our city's rec programs. And so at the end of the day, I think it, if, we, if you were to put to Torontonians and say, are you willing to pay 10 or 20 more dollars a year in order to ensure that our streets actually are fixed properly, and people can actually get into the recreation programs that they need, I think Torontonians would do it because enough of the slogans, it's time to actually build a city for everybody. Do you think Torontonians, are they paying their quote-unquote fair share, Councillor? Because we do uh, shows on taxes, and inevitably I'll take uh, phone calls from outside of the city, and people will say, well, listen, this is my percentage of income, this is my rate that I'm paying. It's nowhere near what they're paying inside uh, Toronto. Well, so on an, on the basis of household income, the city of Toronto has the lowest taxes in the greater Toronto area, uh, except only for Milton, that's lower than us. And so the fact of the matter is, is that Torontonians are paying lower taxes on the basis of, of the income we bring in than any other city other than Milton in the entire greater Toronto area. And so, you know, listen, world-class cities have to invest, and it's an investment in your future. It's not just an investment in the physical infrastructure to ensure that we can continue to be a strong and vibrant economic engine for this country. It's also an investment in the liberty ability. I mean, I, if you're going to live in, in the city, you under, we understand that, you know, the cost of housing is more in Toronto. And so I think people fairly appreciate that, you know, if you're going to live in the city, you're going to pay a little bit more for housing. But at some point, the return for what you're getting in that city doesn't seem worth it. I mean, if you're going to pay more to live in this city based on housing, you shouldn't be waiting for three or four buses or streetcars or subways to pass you by before you can get on. Uh, And certainly, if you're a senior living in this city, you shouldn't have to think twice about whether to go outside in the winter because your sidewalk hasn't been cleared and the streets are filled with ice and snow. Okay, well, that kind of leads me to my final question for you is uh, if you're going to sell people on uh, more taxes and we need to invest in the system... uh, I think people are hesitant about that because tangibly they don't see or feel it. They feel as if you're just reaching deeper and deeper, deeper and deeper into my pocket, into my wallet, and that money just kind of goes into the abyss. Uh, How can you tangibly show people that if they invest more, they're going to get more? Well, I think the experience this winter, and I'm hearing it from Torontonians right across the city, from you know Scarborough to Etobicoke to, to North York to downtown, that people are saying something's changed, that the city doesn't feel as livable as it used to be, that the roads aren't in as good condition as they used to be. And I think we're having a bit of a wake-up moment here in the city of Toronto that people are saying, if you know my taxes are low, but I don't get to use the sidewalks, is that a trade-off I'm willing to continue? And I think the answer increasingly I'm hearing from people is, you know, I'm willing to spend an extra 10 or $20 a year if that means I'm going to be able to drive down the streets without smacking into a pothole or walk along the sidewalk without slipping on ice or get my kid into a child care or recreation program. And that's the trade-off that, that needs to be set again and again. And that's the trade-off that I'm hearing Torontonians ask for. Yeah, but that additional $20, uh, can the city guarantee that, I don't know, every sidewalk will be plowed within 24 hours of a snowfall, five centimeters or more, or can we guarantee that uh, there will be a spot in daycare for, for every child? Well, this is we have to establish at the city service standards to demonstrate the value for money. And so, yes, I mean, the answer to your question is, if we commit to investing the necessary funds to make sure that everybody who needs child care subsidy can get one, we can demonstrate that. 
uh, can we demonstrate that every kid who wants to get into a recreation program or parent who wants to get them in, can we demonstrate that? We can, but we need to commit to it. And what it will require is for politicians to frankly start being start telling the truth, which is the consequence of a low tax city is a less livable city, and that you get what you pay for. And if we want to build a great, livable, and equitable city, we're going to have to invest in it. All right. City Councilor Joe Cressy with us this afternoon. Joe, appreciate the time and the discussion. Thanks so much. You bet, Jeff. Thanks.